bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. Let's talk about poop. Now, around my house, I mean, we're just a bunch of farters, and I'm sure my husband's going to let me saying that. And, I mean, the other night, uh, actually, my husband and I were watching this great docu-comedy called Poop Talk, and my pit bull, who's the sweetest dog ever, and all he's going to hurt you with is his gas. It's like he pooped on our head. I'm like, well, this is sort of apropos, isn't it? Well, the reason I'm talking about this is I have the creators of this fantastic documentary that I am actually in love with. It's so much fun. It's got such fantastic comedians in it it had me cracking right up i've got the sklar brothers randy and jason hey guys hey there Hello. thank you so much for having us and i have an english bulldog so i can relate okay he just farts all the time <laughs> and it's like no one can even blame it on it's like we well, can always blame everything on exactly. him because he you know he's gonna get you in one way or another oh yeah we call them air poops like they're so strong mm-hmm. air poop air poop I I love if, it. You, if you've heard that but uh yeah, oh, yeah, that's what we call them. Okay, so you guys are great. You're funny and you're talented. Let's talk about this. What, Jay, why don't we start? With you? Tell us, when did you think, okay, I need to do a docu-comedy on pooping? <laughs> ah, that's so funny. Well, it, what's crazy is we, it really originally wasn't our idea. It was our friend Aaron Feldman, who's the director of the film. He came to us and We've known him for a very long time, talented filmmaker and old, old friend. And he said, I want to make this documentary, and I want you guys to help me, and it's a documentary about poop. And our first initial response was like, I don't think that's really, that's not really what we do in our comedy. That's, it's kind of not our brand, where whatever sure. that means. But we were just more like, I'm not sure this is what we want to do. And he said, very smartly, he said, why don't you just take the weekend and think about it and think about the kind of movie you would make about this. And so we did, and we we talked about it at length, and we said, look, if we can make a movie that is hopefully as smart as can be uh, about this subject, and if we can make it honest and an open discussion about why we believe and feel the way we do about it, mixed in with some funny stories, mixed in with maybe a little bit of science and some psychology as to maybe trying to understand why this is a taboo, why is this something we all do but no one wants to talk about, Uh, we could maybe make that movie. And he said, I want to make that movie. And so we said, great, let's get our funny friends, people we know we can talk to. We'll run the interviews because we have long-running personal relationships with these people. And uh, and hopefully we'll come up with an honest little fun movie. And that's what it turned out to be. Yeah, it sure did. You know, whenever I read either a memoir or watch a documentary, I never want to give too much away. I, I don't want to say, oh, it was so funny when such and such told this story or that story. But there's, right. there, I'll just say that Nick Swardson tells a great story about oh, being oh at Jordan God. Rubin's house. Okay, I'm just going to people have to see. <laughs> I mean, what's really great about hysterical. that, just, I'm not going to give anything away, but what happened was Jordan who's also a producer on the movie as well. Jordan, we had him on, and he told the he told his side of that story. <laughs> so immediately we were like, okay, we got to get Swartzen to tell his half of the story, and then we'll play it back and forth. And Nick was all too happy to uh, do his, to tell his half of that incredibly crazy story that happened. And it was just great. I mean, that kind of happened, that happened another time in the movie when Pete Holmes was talking about Kumail, about oh, his, I what I can only be described as a Pakistani eating disorder, where he would just, like, eat the food, the amount of food that he thought 
would his his body would use and then he wouldn't poop and so we're like all right we got to talk to Kumail about this and see if that's right and so it was great how one interview led to other people that we wanted to talk to. So that story cracked me up. And I have to say, oh, my God, Camille is like the cutest little boy I've ever seen. You had that uh, picture amazing. when he was a kid. I, I just was like, oh, my God, forget the rest of the movie. I just want to see he's like the cutest little picture character. of little Camille. I know. Tiny Camille. I know. When you think so of him, cute. he tells that story and you get that picture. You're like, oh, my God, I really get an image of what he was like back then. Oh, it was it's just so much interesting stuff. And what's so funny is the people who won't poop in public. I'm one of those people when I have to poop, it's like like this second. So here's my okay, you I'm go. You guys this You're story. amazing. I can't believe I'm You're in touch this. with yourself in that in a great way. Well, because I for a lot really of people healthy. it's hard. When I have to poop, it's like instant. So we used to live in a house That's with great. one bathroom. Okay. And yeah. um, we always, it was like inevitable. We'd always have to use it at the same time. It is like the dead uh, of winter. It's one of those winters, like coldest, and we're in the Boston area, coldest winter on record, this and that. And I really had to go. And he's uh, like, I'm going to be a while. So you know how you can, you get the, <laughs> you get the lettuce. How, what those, do you do? You're like run in place, do some Bikram. What are you going to do? Well, I had to poop. So I went down to yeah. the basement. We didn't have a finished basement. So it was like nasty down there anyway. So you know those containers that you buy the lettuce in? I like dumped yeah. all the lettuce out in a bowl and I pooped into that. And my husband's you like, dumped I out and then you dumped out and then you dumped in and you dumped in. Good yeah. girl. I had to though. Cause it was too cold. Normally I would just go out in the yard, but <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a friend who's next film. I'm crazy. Oh, but... you got you. We had a friend whose kid would they were trying to potty train. She was trying to potty train her son and he would, he had the potty in his room and he would only go in the corner in his room. And then they were like, we got to get this out of the room. We got to get this out of the room. No, no. And then he started to take it outside and would do it outside. And so, like, her son became essentially a golden retriever. Because, like, they were up in their house, and then all of a sudden the son left and went out into the backyard. And their friends were like, what, what is he doing? <laughs> like, he's going out to take a <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he was trained to go outside. They built him a little doggy door. It was nice. When people share their stories in this movie, it does inspire people to share their own stories and talk about it. And that is kind of one of the intended purposes of this film was to get us to just maybe start talking about it a little yeah, more. You're really open about it, but a lot of people aren't. And yet it is something that everybody does. So to get people kind of having a dialogue about it, you know, it's funny. We didn't even think about it. But we were doing New York One, which is news channel in New York, and Roma Tori, who was the reporter there, interviewed us, and she was talking about, all right, maybe if we talk about this a little bit more, maybe people, there's not the taboo of everything back there, and people will get screened for colon cancer. I was like, I didn't even think of that, but that is the next logical step. If we're not so worried about it, it's not such a taboo people might actually be even healthier about it, which sounds crazy to think about. No, oh, no. I mean, I'm a health educator. I think that all the time. I mean, there's so many different things that we don't talk about. I don't, but I'm open about everything, but I just don't know what the big deal is. It's something that everybody does, right? Robert Shearer yeah. in the movie at some point says that like everybody, this is, we're all doing this. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's, it's just so, I mean, oh, there's so many stories I want to tell. Um, I love it. You, you're <laughs> chuck full of stories. I love it. <laughs> no, no, I meant about the movie. There was a guy who had a girlfriend who would talk to him and grunt with the door open. He'd come home in their apartment yeah. and it smelled like poop. I'm thinking, really? Like, you know, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan and I have to brag. Yeah. The other day I was on the Howard Stern wrap up show because I have a book coming nice. out called Clean Eating, Dirty Sex. And it was like the thrill yep. of my life. So I told you I talked nice. about everything. Um, but anyway, yeah, if you ever do a documentary on sex, 
please call me. Um, we will call you. We will but that sure. was something Howard's always talking about. He's like, anyone yeah. who's on the show, if they're in a relationship, he's like, you don't poop in front of your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your partner, whatever. Like, that just kills the romance. You just don't do that. And I was like, I can't believe this woman, like, grunted with, you know. I, and another woman in the film said, I don't know if people, if people know that I poop. I just don't want them to hear it or smell it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Nicole. Schreiber, yeah. yeah, she was great. Oh, she told one of the greatest stories ever talking about Jewish food stopping you up. It was oh, a yeah, wonderful I'm Jewish. I story. totally get it. I mean, in, intermingled between these great stories, there are a little bit of science. You got Dr. Drew oh, in there, him. and you got some other people and some good diagrams and stuff. You walk away with a little bit of knowledge, too, which I love. Yeah, I like that, too. I also love that story when you guys went to summer camp. It was your first time, eight yeah. weeks. Okay, so one of you didn't go to the bath, didn't poop for 11 days. The other one for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't go. And then you were talking about playing baseball, and none of you would slide, which I thought was so funny. Yeah, because I was fearful. I was fearful that if <laughs> I just, slid, it would all come out. You don't want to rumble it up. So we were, like, literally legging out, you know, stand-up trip. Wow, the Sky Brothers really are hustling. On the, they're not even uh, stopping. They're nope. just, they keep going for third base. I have a daughter, and she's 13 now, but with her diapers. I remember the poop going all the way up her back, you know, just those, you know, those yeah. blowout poops. It went everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about guys who have two kids. You know, I've got two daughters that are 10 and 12, and Jay's got a daughter who's four. Yeah. So he was not that long ago where he was dealing with all that stuff. It's, you know, I think parents just kind of, once you have a kid, you kind of have seen it all and you've done it all. Like, there's no, that barrier gets broken. More with Lisa Davis coming up. Now you know a healthy lifestyle will always require some level of commitment. You have to make time for exercise, to de-stress, and of course, to eat right. That's why I love getting meal kit delivery from Sun Basket. With Sun Basket, it's easier to lead a healthy lifestyle because I know I've got healthy, delicious meals covered. Now just in the last few weeks, I prepared Carrizo Chili, Tuscan Vegetable Soup, two bean enchiladas, Saigon beef sliders, and just delivered right to my doorstep, Yucatan turkey chile verde, and roasted paprika chicken. And I can't stress this enough. Sun Basket features organic and clean ingredients, and each delicious, easy-to-prepare meal is ready in about 30 minutes, making healthy cooking easy and convenient for any busy lifestyle and for any dietary needs or preferences, including paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, and there's a family option too. Now, I get the meal kit, and yes, you get the veggies, you get the meat, you get the sauces, you get the spices. It's all in the kit, and I got to tell you, it's kind of fun too. So go to sunbasket.com slash talkhealthy to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash talkhealthy for $35 off sunbasket.com slash talk healthy and talk healthy today is brought to you by health iq an insurance company that helps health conscious people like runners cyclists weightlifters and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance that's pretty cool and i'm not kidding about this health iq can save you up to 33 percent because physically active people have a 56 percent lower risk of heart disease 20 percent lower risk of cancer and a 58 percent lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive and these savings are exclusive to health iq now you have to qualify by taking a health iq quiz or other lifestyle quizzes like the cycling iq or running iq quiz you can also get additional savings by 
by submitting actual data such as race results. And Health IQ doesn't just take this info and pass it on to an insurer. They are with you every step of the way from interest to application through underwriting to the final policy enforcement. This is really cool. Now, by being healthy, you not only live a better life, but you can now also pay less for insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash talkhealthytoday or just mention the promo code talkhealthytoday when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Once again, check this out. It's really cool. Just go to healthiq.com slash Healthy today. Now back to Lisa Davis. Exactly. I think, yeah, if you don't, it's like once you're having to wipe off the kid's back and there's poop everywhere, you're kind of like, okay, so it's just poop. Like, what's the big deal? I've seen it all. And actually, the truth of the matter is, and you understand this because you eat well, is that if you are pooping, that means. Your body's body's functioning. That's a wonderful thing. A great poop tells you, you know what? All my my systems are working properly, and you actually can feel good about it. That is true. So I have to ask, how did you hold it? Like, that's the thing. Like, I can't. Mine's just... How did you guys do that? I we I have no shame, idea. Shame built the wall. <laughs> shame built the wall. Shame built like if, the wall. If, if Donald Trump wants to build a wall with the shame say. I had as a 14-year-old, he could nobody do would get through. It. Be the gray wall of America. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many great people in the movie. You've got Jonah Ray, Andrea Rosen. I mentioned Robert Sher, Pete Holmes. I am loving that show of his on. Um, oh my God. What's it called? So again? good. And Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee was in it too. Yes. She plays his girlfriend on the show, and she. She was fantastic talking about it between she wrote a great book about you know like basically getting married and the process of getting married and she's so observant of so many things that you know for her to talk about just uh, way guys I mean, we, we say this is that comedians are like amateur anthropologists like we don't get we don't have the degree but we do study human behavior and we do try and understand why we do things and that is on display in this movie big time. Like, it, this is the kind of movie, it's short. It's only 70 minutes, I think. You will laugh very hard many times, and then it'll be over quickly. It's like a great poop. <laughs> See, this is why you guys should team up with me, because I have an undergrad in anthropology and a master's in okay. public health. Okay. Right? So... Right. <laughs> now you get it. This is why it spoke to you. You study human behavior. Yes. You get it. Yes. And I, re- okay, I think I have to give away one more thing, because this was so hysterical. So going back sure. to Kamal who I just love because um, Silicon Valley is also one of my favorite shows. We talked about Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul because you guys were on that, which was so amazing. And he's at a party. I guess he's a little, I'm assuming he's like a five or six year old kid. And some kid he's talking to pooped his pants. And the kid, he said, it was a lot of poop. And the kid's just kind of standing there. And so Kamal's like, you know, you pooped your pants. And he's like, he's like, oh, that's not poop. That's party cream. And I thought that's And he was just blown (laughs) away. He owned it. He owned it, but was like, he like changed the narrative. And he's like, I've never seen anyone that confident in my life. That confidence is unbelievable. Yeah, that was amazing. Because it was, again, not so much a story about poop as much as a story about a kid who just had crazy confidence in that moment. Yeah. I mean, party cream? I where did you... Party cream. (laughs) Hey, it's just party (laughs) cream. Who can't get behind party cream? Oh, my gosh. The other thing that cracked me up is Eric Strick... What is his last name? Strickman? I should know. Dollar Street. Street. Oh, my God. Listen to my brain. Anyway... He, I love him from Modern Family, of course, and he's talking about how he feels like people time him when he goes in the bathroom. But there's that guy from Modern Family, and it's, it's very I difficult. Know. Oh, there's, there, I they, mean, uh, you know, being your life is, like you and guys. again, that's 
becomes a story about his life not being his own, you know yeah. what I mean? And not being able to have those sort of anonymous moments. They don't exist for him anymore. Yes. There was so many stories. One of my favorites, though, and again, not to give this guy, uh, let's just say he's a, a little person, and he had quite an experience uh -huh. in a bathroom. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, no, Brad Williams' story, Brad. he's a comedian, unbelievable comedian, and he tells the story. And the crazy thing about that, a little behind the scenes, is that Brad Williams was not one of the people that we had initially contacted oh. to come do the thing. We were recording interviews at the Improv, the Hollywood Improv here in Los Angeles, and uh, he was there for a meeting or he was doing something in the building and he came over to us and said, what are you doing? We said, we're filming this documentary about poop. Do you have any funny stories about poop? And he said, oh, I've got a story. And we said, can you hang out for 10 minutes? He said, yep. And so suddenly he's now telling what I consider to be one of the centerpiece stories oh, of this movie, which we will not give away. But no. I will say his story is is again not a little bit about pooping but really about his experience about being a dwarf being a little person and that and that story encapsulates his entire life experience and that's what we when we started getting those types of stories and understanding that about these interviews we we thought okay maybe we have a movie that's more than just some funny shit stories we have um, a movie that goes beyond a little bit deeper and yet deals with and yet deals with the universal subject. Yes, well, you guys did an amazing job. And before I let you Thank go, you. I just want to ask you a little bit about Better Call Saul. We talked a little bit about it before sure. we started taping, but that was so fantastic. I mean, the second that I got the uh, the press release, I said to my husband, "Oh my God, those are those guys. I've seen them. We love you know. Oh yeah, they were on Better Call Saul, and you had the music store. And, and what was that uh, like? Because so I know that you guys had so known fun. Bob Odenkirk for a long time. We know Bob Odenkirk for well, we got the audition and you know, I think we saw a lot of good people audition for it as well and we kinda had the benefit. They weren't looking for brothers, they were just looking for two guys who owned a uh they certainly working weren't looking for twins. Just looking for two guys who owned this music store, a little quirky, and I think most people had to come in and audition just individually. Individually. So the the person who's reading it, the casting agent, has to read both Bob's part and the other brother's part. And, you know, when you do that, we've auditioned for things before individually. The, the Sort of the energy it gets stopped in so many ways. It's hard for a person who's watching the performance to also be adding, you know, do it, delivering the lines. It's very difficult. So we came in, the two of us, we knew it had to be cast quickly, and we said, all right, here's our take on it. It's We're going to give you both roles. And I think immediately they saw what it could be. And we just kind of lucked out in that way. And they said, look, there's two episodes. We weren't killed on the show, so that's yeah. – you never know. Maybe we'll make it back there, which would be amazing. Uh, and so, you know, we had a great time. I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was so fun. Oh, that's fantastic. What was there – oh, okay. I'm going to share one more line. Uh, I don't know which one of you guys, you guys were talking about your poop, and I don't know if it was you, Randy, or Jason, but one of you said the difference between our poop is one has glasses, and I thought that was his Yeah, that was Jason. Jason. Yeah, yes. that's me. <laughs> Come on. We had to get a little comedy in there. Yeah, uh, yeah it is It is really like we're like we got to break through some of this with a little comedic break. And of I course. think what we realized is that we didn't tell anyone you got to be funny when you do these interviews. You got to. We just said, be honest, and we know you'll be funny also. And everyone was. 
And so we felt very fortunate that so many people participated and did such a great job. It really was. It was super fun. Well, I could talk to you guys forever. I hope you'll come back because there's other things I'd love to talk to you about. And okay, so how do people see this? Where can they get it? Okay, so on February 16th, actually in Boston, it is playing. It's playing at a theater in Boston. I'm going to look it up while Jason tells you all the other things we've got. So it's in 11 different cities. I don't know if your listenership goes way beyond Boston, but it's in 11 cities. Uh, it's it's in New York. It's in Los Angeles. It's in Chicago. It's in Cleveland. It's in Atlanta. It's in Kansas City. It's in Toronto. Uh, maybe I'm leaving a couple out. So it's in art house theaters in those cities, and we'll give you the one in Boston. And then it's also on video on demand. If you're not in one of those cities or if you'd like to view this privately while you're sitting on the toilet, uh, <laughs> which is always a video on demand, anywhere you can buy. Uh, okay, here's where it is. In New York City, it's at the Village East. In L.A., it's in the Lemley Santa Monica. In Chicago, it's at Facets Cinematheque. In Cleveland, it's in Tower City. In Atlanta, it's at the Plaza Theater. In Detroit, it's at Cinema Detroit. In Boston, it's at Apple Cinemas, KC, it's in Screenland, Tapcade, San Francisco is one of the oldest theaters in the country, Roxy Theater in Minneapolis, at Emma Jean Lakeville, Lakeville. and then it's uh, video on demand, so you can watch it at home, which would be amazing, or on iTunes, you can watch it on your phone. What I will say is this, we worked super hard on this movie, and we made it for nothing, but we really tried hard and worked really hard on it, so people like you who are spreading the word and getting the word out to other people that it's something they should see means the world to us, and we cannot thank you enough. Yeah, well, I think it's great. You guys have a Netflix special too, right? We do have a Netflix special. It's called Squad Brothers, What Are We Talking About? (laughs) And it's on right now. And then we have another stand-up special that we are waiting to – it was supposed to be released on CISO this past uh, spring – excuse me, this past fall. But it – CISO folded, and then so it reverted back to where it is. So we're going to find out actually in about a week and a half or so where it's going to go. It may end up on Amazon. We're not sure. So we'll – We'll let everybody know. People can follow us on Twitter, at Squad Brothers. We'll announce it. And we have a podcast called Dumb People Town as well, which is really fun. You can get free on iTunes. Oh, fun. All right. Well, you guys rock. You guys made my day. Thank you. I was so excited. Thank you guys so much. Thank, keep doing what you're doing, and thanks for letting everybody know about the movie. We, we can't thank you enough.